good tomorrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, the producer board op of the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. With me, of course, the executive producer of the other side of midnight and overnight newsman, Alex Barnard. I think I've just screwed myself from coughing like we did before <laughs> we started recording. You get a cough now? Yeah, and well, my throat kind of hurts. <laughs> also joining us, associate producer, phone screener, telephone talent coordinator, and overnight sports guy, Ken Colony. How you doing? Ken Colony. 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 <laughs> Ken, Kenneth, Kenny. Did you do that on purpose? You got, yes. Matt, you got Matt butchering names here. Yeah, well, that's what happens. <laughs> well, Bob butchers your name all the time. There Ke- it is. Kevin Connolly. There this it is. 77 Call, w- Bobby Brown. We, lo- we love you, Bob. No, we, of course yeah. we love Bob. We're just joking around. All right, so this is The Darker Side of Midnight. It is January 18th, 2023. It is 5.13 in the morning. We had just finished working on the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. And this is like the, what we like to call the darker side where we analyze what Frank talked about last night, talk about Frank, talk about topics, give our take, give our little spin. And so if you were listening to this show first, you got to listen to the podcast of the other side of midnight, and then you'll kind of know what we're talking about so you can hear what we say to what Frank said, and maybe you'll agree with us. If we disagree with Frank, maybe you'll agree with Frank. Maybe you'll understand both sides since uh, we have a different take on a lot of the stuff that Frank says and does. Now, did you hear that? Did you hear what we had to do today as opposed to yesterday's episode? Yesterday, you heard the word today, no can do, because that is what we got in trouble for, saying they told us, the suits told us, it's probably better not for the second word not to be the F-bomb. So we got an email, we got in trouble, and we had to make changes already. Now, who knows? We're on episode two. I don't even know if we're going to get to episode five. <laughs> at the at, rate at we're this going. rate, it's a sinking ship. The rebel yo. Yeah, like, like, well, Frank said he's gotten in trouble two times. I, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, but, right. But I'm saying... The second day, the first episode, they're already they're already on us about what we shouldn't do. So now I'm hoping that this will satisfy. We didn't we we reversed it. That's that's the word in reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the, it's still there, but that's the clean version. But now that it's not the top of the show, can I say good fucking morrow? Say it. Dude, I, who say cares? It? I just said it. <laughs> who How about fucking that? cares? I, I just said it. How about that? Listen, we are not regulated by the FCC. No. This is a podcast. We could say anything. We're not going to go crazy. Of course not. We're not going to say really horribly bad things. Well, maybe. That... No. no. No, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> no, because when you think of horribly bad things, you think of like, we're not going to be racist. Or, well, well, of course we're, not. Well, we're not yeah. racist, but I'm just saying- you know, when when we say we can say anything, people think within that, reason. Within reason, of course. Mm-hmm. But in terms of language, it's gonna be colorful, uh, and we're gonna let the fuck fly. I mean, Hell yeah! You know what you were getting into with the darker side of midnight. That's why it's called the darker side of midnight. Because it is hella dark. That's why. And first, and the other thing is, you know what I had to do that I, I, I'm surprised <laughs> when 
they approved my artwork that I wanted, and I drew the fact that I drew on Frank's face and gave him eyeglasses and a mustache and made him look the way he looks to illustrate why this is the darker side of midnight and what we're doing on this show. So the fact that they approved it, I don't know how they approved it, but I'm glad that they did approve it. Yeah, thank God. Because it conveys the message. That's what it's about. It conveys the message, and we're hoping that people will see it, and they're going to want to listen to the podcast and listen to what we have to say. Now, first thing Frank talked about was Marie Osmond. Now, first off, Alex and Ken have no fucking idea who Marie Osmond even is. Who the hell? Ken had no idea whatsoever. Alex, you had some idea. I'd heard the name. Yeah, I mean, I when you when you said Donnie Osmond, I was like, well, I know, I've heard that name. Right. Of course. So then I had to explain to you guys that Donnie and Marie that had a huge a variety show in the '70s. That Donnie was the young one in the Osmond Brothers group. He was the cute little kid at the time. There are younger Osmonds than Donnie, but at the time, he was the young one. The Osmond Brothers. And then Donnie and Marie, who was the sister, had a variety show in the 70s, which was huge, monstrous. And that's where Marie Osmond came from. Now, what Frank was talking about with Marie Osmond is that she said that she believed, and she has, what did she say, yeah, like 12 kids or something? Eight yeah, it's kids? something yeah. crazy, eight, yes. I think, eight was kids, the number. I don't know. It, was, yeah. it was a lot of kids. And that she is not leaving her kids any of her inheritance at all, that she believes that she raised good adults, and that they will be fine on their own, and that you should work for everything you have and not be given any of it. So she's going to leave her fortune, whatever it is, I'm sure it's got to be in the millions, she's been around a long time, uh, to charities and not to her kids. And the question that Frank posed was, you know, what do you think about that? Would you do that? Would you, or Or would you... Would you give it away, or would you give it a charity, or would you give it, pass it down to your kids? And I'm thinking, man, first of all, if I get any, I want a kind of inheritance. And if I have anything, I'd want to pass it off to my family member. I don't have any kids, but I'd pass it off to my niece and my nephew because I'd want them to have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I think she's kind of going at it a little heavy-handedly. I think, you know... You can leave something for your... You should leave something for your family so that they don't resent you forever. But, I mean... But why wouldn't she want to make it even a little bit easier? Like, in other words, it's not like her kids are sitting around. Obviously, if she feels like she raised uh, good adults that are working and have jobs and and have a set of values. Look, the, the Osmonds are Mormons. So they have their set of values, which is great. Then... Giving them that extra inheritance is just helping them out a little more. Yeah, right. It's that's not like, a good point. It's not like they're sitting on the couch, you know, eating nachos all day, watching reruns of Donnie and Marie. Well, and exactly. And the other thing, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Kenny, but I think oh, the good. the thing that is really kind of silly to me is, you know, she she says, you know, it's so that they can do something on their own, blah blah blah. Now right. she's sixty three. It's not like she's. <laughs> Like super old to no. the point, and and her kids are are kind of young, right. right? She it where they're sort of starting to figure out who they are as adults, maybe starting to build up, 
you know, some kind of savings net, of et cetera, et cetera. They're probably already, you know, grown up, have families, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Why does she think that at this point in their lives, they still need to make a name for themselves on their own? Just give them some money. Come on. Yeah, like if she gives them some dough, all of a sudden they're going to be hitting the bottle and doing cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, What what is she talking about? Like all of a sudden all the value she instilled in them will go right out the window if she's like, oh, here you go. Here's a... $600,000 $600,000 for each of you, or whatever it is. Right. Probably more than that. It's ridiculous. And I think it's stupid. I don't know how young the youngest one is, but it's like, at this point, I'd assume that most of them are probably already established with some sort of job or career path. And by now, they've probably already figured out what they'd like to do. So it's not like her giving them the money would stray them off that path. Plus, right. plus she's going like, to give them the money, I assume, after she's dead. So it's like she well, yeah. she still has to die first, then to give them money. Like, but right. they're still gonna work until but, that time. But here's what I wonder it about: doesn't make sense about Maria Osmond. She do, did these Nutrisystem commercials, right? Right. Mm-hmm. She's not living a normal life as a like a normal American working class type of person. Of course not. She's got a mansion. I'm sure they live in a big piece of property in Utah because I think that they live in Utah. And maybe she lives in L.A. I have no idea. But I'm just saying, she's not living like this simple life. So her kids probably grew up with a, a little, pampered lifestyle. A, I, a little. Know, I don't know if they were pampered or privileged, but they didn't grow up like a normal family. But then again, I, I don't know... Her family. I don't know if they did or didn't. Right. If they live in Utah, which I think all the Osmonds live in Utah, mm-hmm. then it's not like they're living in L.A. and know the L.A. lifestyle. But right. who knows? Maybe if they did get the money, they'd move to L.A. because they go, hey, listen, I'm an Osmond. You know what I think it is? I think it's the thing that, and I've heard, I have heard other celebrities say something similar. Like, I think, uh, I don't know if it's Daniel Craig or someone said something similar to this, that they wouldn't give their kids any money in their will or whatever. And I think it's, you know, when when celebrities become so famous and so big, obviously they lose a little bit of touch with, you know, where they came from. It ha- it's an, mm-hmm. it's inevitable. Once you become that famous, you know, uh, like the, the old John Mulaney joke about Mick Jagger, he used to have a guy who would just say, Diet Coke, and a Diet Coke would appear in his hand. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, it when you're that famous... You've lost all sorts, all sense of reality, or not all sense of reality, but you know a lot of your roots. So that's their way of getting, trying to get back to it. But I think it's a really, uh, you know, rude and frankly kind of douchey way to do it to, right. you know, screw over your, your kids like that. And the way I look at it too is, it's like, listen, by all means, I believe in hard work because that's how I was raised, like to work hard. I exactly. grew up in a blue collar, you know, family. But it's like to put it in perspective, like. Say, like, I hit the lottery. If I hit the lottery, like, I'm not just going to not pass on that wealth onto my kids and family members just because, oh, I want them to work hard. Like, I'm going to give them some money. According to Frank, you don't have to give him any lottery money. He doesn't want anything from you, from me, or his parents. He said he doesn't want any inheritance from his own parents. Well, good. He's not getting my money. Well, <laughs> then if I win the lottery, I know he's not getting anything. He's, he <laughs> well, said he didn't want anything. He wasn't going to get anything anyway, but, but for me. No, but, if, look, 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 if I win some big mega millions, $1.5 billion jackpot, I'll throw you guys, you know, 
So you Uber, Uber you, give, eats. you give us, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> I get you, you, give, you give something to us little people. Right, I give you. Yeah. A, I'll let you. You know. Oh how oh how kind of you. I'll give you a hundred dollar gift card. <laughs> do whatever you want. You know. Ooh, good. An Thank Uber you. Uber ride to the you know? Blaze Estate. Well, Frank says he doesn't, he doesn't. Frank said he doesn't want any inheritance at all, but he wants tips. He wants tips for being on the radio, right. which, you know. He, you yeah, go, yeah. is he saying it as a joke to be funny, or is he serious? No, he's serious. I'm he's serious. 100% he serious. He would want people to send him tips, and he's gotten that before. And look, I don't know, man. There are rules about that with radio people. It's called payola. Exactly. You can't get, you yeah. Can't just, you can't, can't get just, tips. You can't well, get he, tips. Sorry. He, he went as far as to say that listeners should put him in his will for them listening to him in the long Right. Yeah, he, he doesn't want his parents' night. money. He wants his listeners' money. In the money. lonesome hours of the night. As if they're spending their time of their life to listen to him, but they have to give him money for that. Right. So that's why they should be. That's why, because he's doing them such a service that he should be left in their will for being their friend when they're lonely and they turn on the radio to listen to Frank Marano. Yeah. Sorry, uh, kids. You know, I've I've cut you guys Not out happened. of the will, but yeah, uh, sorry, but I've Carmine. I've written I've written in I've written in yeah. Frank Morano. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So go to Frank Morano when you need a couple of bucks when you can't pay your bills. Frank's got all the dough because I had to tip him for keeping me up at night. So Frank also talked about the absurdity of college football. And he talked about a little about the NFL. He talked about college football and how people go crazy for college football. Now, I am a fan of the NFL. I do watch football. I do not watch college football. So I'm kind of with him with that. I don't understand the absurdity only because um, I know that people watch it, I think, because they like seeing how it's not the elite of the elite like the NFL is. It's a college team. There's a lot of there's a lot of college players that are going to go nowhere. They're going to play football for four years, and then they're going to go on to whatever they majored in and their degree, and that, that'll be it. So you don't have the best players, which is why a lot of times the scores are lopsided. Well, no, but some of them go go to the NFL. Right, but I'm saying a lot of them don't. Only right. the elite of the elite in college go with the NFL. Right. You- so because of that, you have teams that are, get lopsided to where the scores – Will be like you know sixty to like five, four, or three, or whatever, right? right? The, yeah, the the thing with Sports college football is it's like the scheduling is pretty freaking stupid. Like you play ranked opponents, but you only real like you play probably two to three ranked opponents a year, and the rest are like no name scrub teams that, like you said, they get blown out like sixty to twenty. Right. So it's like so skewed. Like for example, Alabama. That's the knock that they get. Because they're one of the powerhouse SEC teams, but yet they'll only play like Georgia and LSU, which are two of the rank, usually ranked teams. And the and rest then, are like scrub yeah, teams. The rest, they just they're, dust them. Like it's right. a high school team. Right. So their so record looks stupid. really good, but yeah. they only really played two good teams. Exactly. They're like 13 and 0, but they played like two, exactly, two solid teams. So it's, it's those are stupid. the games that Alex watches. Yeah. Oh, Alex is a college <laughs> fanatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you guys are talking about. I'm enthralled by this conversation, and uh, I, you know, I'm going to flex my sports uh, expertise yeah. in a second because I I did hear that the other reason why a lot of people like the like college football versus NFL is like yeah. they college players aren't like necessarily tainted by like the amount of money that like you know NFL 
Well, yeah, know, players right. they don't get too. any money. Well, that's now, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. You know, that's your football knowledge. But now they're starting to change that. Yeah, as well. that's that is my extent? football. I I watched the Super Bowl. Do you know what a first down is? Yes, All I right. do. I know. I know. <laughs> do you want to make a game Matt, out of this? Cue the what? music. No. It's time for music. It's time for trivia. Let's do it. Do, do you know what a first, first down is? First down is when it's a certain number of yards run, then How it many goes down, back. Wait, first, There's four downs okay. in a whatever. Drive. Drive. Okay. Let him say it. Four downs. That's correct. <laughs> I said drive first. Let the, no, Okay. <laughs> and how do you start? First and what? What is first? First and ten, right? What, is, what does first and ten mean? Uh. You gotta go. You gotta run ten yards to get another first down, right? Okay. And what happens if you don't run the ten yards? Uh, well, then it goes to the second down. And what? And however many yards you ran, right? Yeah. However many you pick up on the. Yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Like there's there. I'm assuming. No. Let's say you run seven yards and right. then you, you get second and three, right? Right, so it's it's yeah. right. So second down. That's what, is, yeah, that's what I said. No, it, it's how many yards you have to go. You said it's how many yards you get. Yeah, well, no, okay. So it's second oh, and okay. three. Asshole. Right. Well, it's not second and seven. It's it becomes second right. and three. Right. That, you know what I meant. How many points is a touchdown? Uh, six. Right. You got it right. Yeah, because then the field goal, the field goal is one point. Right. Right. What's a well, safety? Okay, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> how, well, how many points is a safety? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck do you know, you're talking Do you know what a safety about. is? No. You have no I, idea what no, a safety is? No clue. Do you know what the um, FB stands for in the position? FB? Yeah, FB. No. RB? Running back, right? Okay. Yep. Okay. QB? Okay, quarterback. WR? Uh, no. Come on, you know, you know that one, Alex. SS? No. What's the guys that catch the football? WR. WR. A football player? I don't know. Oh, wide receiver. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. Yeah, I do uh, know what a wide receiver is. SS? Uh, a... No, I can't make that joke. That's... <laughs> I don't uh, know. I think, we can say a Nazi. I think, I think yeah, I was about to say a Nazi. <laughs> you can say it. Yeah. No, it's not a Nazi. SS? Uh, shortstop? <laughs> this is, that's baseball. That's correct. I know. That, that is correct. That's not correct. <laughs> a shortstop. Yeah, that's right. A shortstop. Shut up, <laughs> That's right. He lines up on the 50-yard line. I think, I think he's failed the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, well, he, he knew how many points a touchdown was. I When I, I was like- But if somebody gets a safety, you're fucked. He's not going to oh, know. <laughs> when I When I was a kid, right, in uh, at St. David's, we used, you know, for- we didn't have gym. We had sports. You'd play like you'd play games of like any sport. And so some so days like we gym. did. So no, well no. Gym is sometimes you fucking run around and play dodgeball or whatever. Like this is yeah. like you go out to a okay. field. You play and, like, flag football. Yeah, we gym. played flag football as right. a you know as a kid. So like I know, I knew, um, you know all like the all, basics. I, yeah, the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The basics of football. Yeah, the very, right. the very basics. Right, of you, football. you want a hat or a t-shirt? Thank <laughs> yeah, you. What, what, do you, what do you want as your prize? <laughs> yeah, can I get the thousand dollars, please? <laughs> now, also, uh, what Frank talked about is all these books that he has in his house. Oh my! And gosh. how Rachel Nerd. hates it. I'm, I, you know, I was thinking about. I think with probably. Ninety-nine percent of the time, I am on Team Rachel when it comes oh, to I'm any kind of on, disagreement oh, on her team. I was, I was trying to give Frank a little bit. I, you know ever since ever since Rachel called, like, left a voicemail 
on Frank's phone yeah. telling him that he was an idiot for making me look like an idiot on right. on the radio. I've I've like been so, I'm solidly Team Rachel. Team Rachel. The, yeah. I will always that take got Rachel's you. Side. That got you on Team Rachel. Yeah, I mean, I was always pretty much in her camp before then, but that solidly got me on her team. <laughs> That's it. This what you say makes no sense. Yeah, you're <laughs> the odd duck. He certainly is. Most of these arguments. Yeah, so he has this crazy book collection. They say the amount of shelves they have is doubled. They have in the wall shelves, other shelves. Frank says he's got books piled to the ceiling. Hopefully young Carmine doesn't run into one of these books now that he's running around everywhere because he's walking. And I got to tell you, you know, I saw an episode of Hoarders, and they had books on the second floor and the, the the ceiling of the bottom floor was buckling, and this house was deemed unsafe because there were so many books. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, these books weigh a lot, and he's never going to read them. And no then Frank shot. said, well, he's going to give the books to Carmine. I go, yeah, Carmine's going to have a lifetime supply of kindling for his fireplace. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be throwing those books right in the right in the fire or right in the garbage. So well, of course he would, the troglodyte. The first, yeah. thing, the first thing I thought of when he said that so you won't leave Carmine any money, yeah. but you oh, leave lots him in a, of books. an elaborate book collection. He's well, really he, going to profit He was kind of saying that he didn't have any money to leave Carmine, I think is what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, but, true, but, too. At right. this point, but right now. Wasn't his argument, like, if he had the money, he wouldn't give it to Carmine because he wants him to work hard and I, this and that? I don't know. if he, Maybe. I mean, look, he doesn't. He doesn't really give presents on Christmas either. So, I mean, what's yeah? You know, I got nothing. He, he, yeah, you get yeah. anything? No, of course not. Nothing. No, I, I gave. Either. I gave him a card. You but, did? Yeah. This year? Yeah, it was a funny card. You get? You gave him a card? Yeah. Very. Uh, I don't remember what it said, but it was funny. No gift card in there or anything? <laughs> no. No money? No. Ken, you get him something? No. I didn't. I didn't either. I, I didn't get. I just him got cards. I I got cards. For, you know. I don't th- look. I think. He should get us stuff if anybody's giving gifts. Right. Why would yeah, I give him free anything? Shit, we're, we're, we're man. working on no, the no. show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get him anything. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we now, got that set. Now we know. <laughs> that's the end of that. Um, his biggest fear, he said, is dementia. That is scary. Dementia I can, is I, scary. I, I got to agree with that one because yeah. – uh, I had an uncle who had Alzheimer's, and I hadn't seen him in years. Yeah, I now I hear you drinking on the mic. It wasn't um, on the mic. Big how did I hear there. you gulp? Yeah, like, I heard a giant gulp just now. <laughs> so it wasn't you didn't hey, even turn your mic a... off to gulp? Let him. What do you gulp. think Let this is? This you. is NPR. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Mickey Mouse operation do you think we're running here? They're very Mickey. Just Mouse. gulp. I mean, at least turn your mic off. Jesus. So. Now, what was that? Oh, dementia. You, look, you forgot what you had. <laughs> yeah, you had yeah. dementia. <laughs> See what happens? No, my uncle had dement- My uncle had uh, Alzheimer's, and I hadn't seen him in years before that, and he just walked up to me, and of course I knew who he was, you know, but he just walked up to me and he goes, that's my wife, and he points to my aunt, and then he just walks away. And my Whoa, aunt goes, dude. oh, don't mind him, you know, he's got Alzheimer's now, and he's okay, and that was it. I was yeah. like, oh, all right, you know. But yeah, it's a scary thing that- to think that, especially when, I think it's when there's the early part of dementia and Alzheimer's where people go in and out, where one second they have no idea, and then the next thing, the next second they actually are there for uh, five, ten seconds. Like, they're right. fully yeah, yeah, yeah. there. 
and that's when they realize and they know what's happening to them. And I think yeah, that's, that's the, what, sucks. what Frank was saying he was scared of. Because he was making the point of, well, if you have dementia, you're not even going to know. He was trying to well, say that his family members were telling right. him that. Like, you well, have dementia, you're not going to know you have No, but you, will, you do know it. But first. there's going to yeah. be a point where you do know because you're slipping in and out. Because you're putting the keys in the fridge. Nah, or, you know, or you're not going to remember like stuff. You know, yeah, I, wouldn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't worry if I was Frank. He's got enough books to stimulate his brain. <laughs> you just keep reading everything. Yeah, just, just read every book. The thing that scares me, I think, the most about dementia is, and I've seen it with people, uh, like family members and stuff, is, you know, when it's, when it is bad, some sometimes people lash out at people who mm-hmm. they love the most. You know, and, and they don't know why. You know, I mean, they don't know that they're doing it. I mean, if they were, if they knew that they were in that, uh, if they if they were present in that moment, they wouldn't. You know, they wouldn't react that way to to that person. But mm-hmm. I mean, they're not. You know, they're not fully there. And I think that's one of the things that really scares me is that I, if is if I get dementia, if I say something horrible to somebody that I truly love, you know, and then like like be like, I hate you. I hate you. No, but it, it well, yeah. I, mean, I hate you. I, people do. People say that shit when they well, when they have dementia. I mean, it's horrible. I feel like by the time leave me alone. By the time yeah. you get dementia, though, you're probably at the age where you're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I'm I, saying that you're I not could, gonna know you have exactly, dementia. Like, oh, well, yeah. Of I didn't know that I said that. It's, so, it, yeah, it's but, but, but but here's the thing: if if you have dementia or you or family member has dementia and they say something like that to you, you're gonna know it's the dementia. Mm-hmm. At least you're gonna well, yeah, hope right. that it exactly. is that they really don't hate you. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. They, you know, it's the dementia, <laughs> but it still sucks to hear. Well, you know what I mean? I, I, I gotta tell you the story. It's mm-hmm. not 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 dementia. It, my niece, when she was like, I don't know, two years old, my mom is laying on the bed. My niece is there, and my mother keeps calling her over, and see her, come here, see her, come here. She's two years old. You know, two year olds they want to run around. Come here, see her. Come here, see her. Come see her. My mother's laying. Come here, come here. And my niece looks right at my mother and goes, Grandma, I hate you. Oh, no. And I was there with my sister, and we look at each other and just start laughing because it's hysterical. <laughs> my mom was so offended. Are you serious? She was so mad and offended. I can't believe she said that to me. How could <laughs> she say it? I'm her grandmother. How could she talk to me like that? And we both, me and my sister, look at her like, Ma. She's two years old. She doesn't know what she's saying. Yeah, she. Yeah. What are you getting so upset about? She heard. I don't care. She should not talk like that. She was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the same. What I'm saying is, someone with dementia, you can't get mad at them because they don't know what they're saying. Exactly. You can't yeah, get you mad can't at them. No, them of course. Exactly. All right. So that, that is a, another episode in the books. You have to go to the Darker Side of Midnight podcast. Listen to this. Listen to The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano. And we are doing this every single day right after we get done with The the Other Side of Midnight. This is unscripted. We have no idea what we're going to say. We have no idea what direction things are going to go. We just let it fly. And as we like to say, your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered.